0: Matt Leon, and for this installment of our one-on-one college football preview series, I headed over to Glassboro, New Jersey to get some insight into the Division Three Rowan University Profs. Now, the Profs did not play in 2020 due to the COVID-19 pandemic. Back in 2019, Rowan went 4-6 overall, 4-3 in the New Jersey Athletic Conference. The Profs scheduled to open their season on Saturday night at home against Widener, and I sat down with Head Coach Jay Acorsi to talk talk about his squad. So first thing, Coach, uh, as you're, I guess, transitioning into game week prep here, how has camp, how have preparations gone for 2021?
1: It's gone really well. Um, you know, we're, we're very young. I think probably a lot of programs are like that with a lot of new players. So it, it's been easier and that they're more receptive to what we're doing. But again, it's been really challenging since a, a really, really young team. So um, again, it's it's gone really well. Camp has gone really well. It's just exciting to be back, you know, being with the student athletes and, and doing what we do.
0: How difficult was it over the last year, year and a half, kind of keeping the group together, keeping everyone connected and, and stuff like that and... You know, for the longest time, I'm sure you were limited what you could do, where you could do it. I mean, just how much of a challenge was that?
1: Yeah, it was almost virtually impossible to, to try to do it. Um, you know, you look back even past a year ago when all the demonstrations were going on, and, and we had a lot of our players in the middle of those. And you know, you're worried about them. You want them to be safe. You want them to be careful. You want them to express themselves, which they have every right to do. But you just worry about them, and you can't see them, and you can't touch them, and. You know, it's it's that distance thing that was really hard. Um, so that was difficult because we were trying to reach them as best we could, just trying them, just try to tell them to be safe and careful wherever they go. Certainly, express their feelings and their rights and their emotions and demonstrations and all that. But just be careful. You didn't want them in the middle of, of any problems. You know, or or ha- have them get hurt, or family members or friends or loved ones of theirs get hurt. You know, in all the things that were going on, and then. You know, fast forward a little bit, just talked to the players and said, listen, we're probably not going to have a season. You know, that was pretty much in the summer a year ago. We're just probably not going to have a season. We're not going to play in the fall. You know, we'll see how the spring goes. Um, You know, and then, you know, with our coaches, we rely on part-time coaches. Um, We don't have a complement of full-time coaches like some of the better programs in our conference. So our part-time coaches, having them help, you know, they weren't contracted um they weren't paid we didn't have a budget cuz we decided as an institution not to play in the spring six of our conference teams did two didn't college of new jersey and us so you know we weren't able to to do anything fiscally which i understand but it made it really hard but having an experienced uh, coaching staff um, made it much easier you know they just volunteered and they did their normal job just without getting paid so i, I, I owe, we owe i owe and the university owes a lot to them for what they did
0: did you learn anything over the last year from just the day-to-day incorporating virtual meetings, stuff like that? Are there things that you had to do out of necessity that are going to stick around because it ends up it works maybe better than what you had been doing? Yeah, I
1: mean, obviously, technology for an old guy like me. Um, I had to learn Zoom and, and how to do meetings and communicate. Uh, I had always tried to communicate with our players through text and and, and social media as best I can. But it really... Uh, made me and I think our coaches really use technology to our advantage and, you know, send them a lot of material electronically that they can look at that you used to cover in person, you know, and check in with them, you know, through electronic media, tech, you know, text messaging, phone calls. And then it made, I think, us as a coaching staff realize and myself, um, it's really about, at the small college level, the players that love football. You know, we lost quite a few players for a variety of different reasons but I think the core of the group that we were able to keep in the spring and then the group we have now just really loves football Um, you know usually we have several players quit during training camp we had only two so
0: again I think it it goes back to the basics of what you try to do so let's talk about the group from what you've seen here where are the strengths right now
1: Well, obviously, the offensive line, we have a lot of players returning from that position, which we knew that was going to be the strength of the team. Um, you know, re- returning quarterback in Mike Husney, anytime you have that at the trigger position, you're going to feel more comfortable than somebody that you you don't know. Again, on the defensive side, a couple of linebackers and, and, uh, DBs that we feel comfortable about. So again, those were the areas that we knew, you know, we would have players coming back that played, you know, quite a bit for us. But overall, when you look at the roster, there aren't a lot of players that did that. So it's essentially a, almost a whole new team and a new program. Um, but I think that's good. It pre- presents a lot of great opportunities and you can really mold and shape a team like this. And really guide them through it. We're really athletic. Um, I think from the log jam at the scholarship schools where they didn't turn over a lot of players, I thought, and I still think a lot of really great players fell through the cracks and, and we certainly got our share. So one of the more deeper athletic teams we've had since I've been here as head coach and even in a while, um, it's just young. We just got to be really patient.
0: To that point, what was your biggest question coming into camp? And did you get an answer that? You wanted
1: just to see how the the new and and, and younger players w- would acclimate to what we're trying to do and i thought they've done a, a great job um the nice part is we're home for two weeks so we don't need to hop on a bus and only take 50 something players we have a great opportunity in the first two weeks of the season to still look at a lot of players and dress a lot of players um, and find out a lot more about the players i, I don't think we really know yet exactly in just a couple of quick weeks, you know what our team is about and who we are, and and what's going to happen with all those players. We have an idea with the returning players, like we did, but there's so many other players that 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 will be a factor in this season um, that we're just starting
0: to get to know. With the returning players, uh, this is such an unusual situation with the basically the two year gap. How much do you see changing, guys, from? You know, just the last time you saw them on the field to now, have you just seen a lot of guys growth? Is it maybe not as far just because there's not those game reps? Where How do you kind of gauge the the returning guys?
1: You know, it's hard until you play against somebody else. Um, you know, we scrimmaged Monroe Junior College that has a wealth of talent and some really dynamic players. And we did pretty well, surprisingly to me. And then we went up to Army prep and, and did a combined practice event with the prep team up there and again still very um, surprised with a lot of the younger players and how we how we were you know we saw the returning players in the spring so we were practicing in pads albeit not like you normally do but at least we were doing something so you knew what you had with that group it was that other large group that you just didn't know about Uh, uh but again it's been very promising
0: you talk about the offensive line and returning quarterback is there a group a position group that kind of holds kind of a key to this season that if they are able to come together and maybe hit close to their ceiling could really be a game changer?
1: Yeah, I think it's the wide receiver group. I I think there's um you know there's a lot of new players at that position. We're were extremely young at that position compared to all the other positions. Um you know they're led by John Maldonado who was elected captain who had a, a really breakout year in twenty nineteen for us. And, and it's his work ethic and how he comes every day to practice and, and works in everything that he does that I think is permeated through the rest of that group. Um, there's some really good players in there. Uh, it's going to be interesting to see how that group develops, and and I think that will have a large effect on – as we start to make a stride through the course of the season and, and how good we can become.
0: And you talk about being home the first two weeks, first game, Widener, one of the best local non conference rivalries going. And I guess you'll get a really good feel for where this group is right out of the game.
1: Yeah, certainly. Again, that was one of the first phone calls, you know, I made during the pandemic, you know, was to make sure that we could, you know, secure that game and keep it going. And and uh, again, it, it, it has worked out for that. It's a great game. You hop on a bus and you're right there. It's a local game against a really good football program and a really good football team. Um, so again, it gives us a great indication and barometer for where we are, you know, in the early part of the season. But it's a, it's a great for the area, too. It's a Saturday night game, a fireworks game. Um, you know, a lot of high schools don't play Saturday night. Uh, so again, my anticipation will be a huge
0: crowd and that great atmosphere, I think, That everybody missed. And my final question I think this time coming into every season, every coach is nervous. What am I going to see? You know, I've seen them practice, but now that the red lights are on, is that feeling kind of on steroids after two years now where just the anticipation of what this is going to look like? I think it's excitement.
1: Uh, You know, it, it was like our, you know, when we had our first practice, everybody was just excited to be there and be doing it. And each practice during camp has been that way. And then, You know, when we had the scrimmage with Monroe Junior College and then went up to Army Prep to historic West Point, just to be out there on the field every day, you just sense that the players really appreciate it. And I know the coaches do. And again, you have to remember our players last year in the fall were out there, but we were six feet apart with masks, barely touching one another, looking across the street at Glassboro High School where their field's right across and they're scrimmaging and playing. So I know it was really hard for our returning players to go through last year. Um, You know, for the high school players, they got a chance to play. Our players did not. I I think our returning players have really embraced the opportunity just to be out there and do it, and and I think that has kind of spilled over into the new players as well. It's excitement, I think, more than anything, and, and, and I think that's a great thing.
0: And that is it for this episode of our college football preview series here on One On One. My name is Matt Leon. Now, you can follow the show on Twitter at One On One Pod, and you can follow me on Twitter as well at Matt Leon 1060. Thanks so much for listening, and we will have another episode coming your way soon.